We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with Bo Matthews and Chad Ellis. And this week we are talking with the Sheriff of Jefferson County, Sheriff Dave Marshak, who joined us on the show this week. If you missed this week's Second Amendment Radio and you're downloading this podcast, it's real easy to download the show podcast as well. And we certainly appreciate you uh, downloading both of our podcasts that we release every week here at Second Amendment Radio. And, uh, Sheriff, thanks so much for putting in a little overtime and continuing this conversation with us. How's it going? Hey, glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, you bet. So we were talking on the show about some of the rumors uh, that I have heard and I think some of the stories that are out there about police officers just randomly pulling people over and making them prove that they are allowed to be on the streets right now and how that is basically uh, a, a, a fabrication, that that is not something that police are spending their time doing. But something else that you touched on the show that I, that we didn't really get a, a chance to get into was some of the unique challenges that you guys are dealing with out on the streets and some of the unique ideas that lawbreakers are coming up with to try to avoid getting a ticket or getting arrested. And one of those is we, uh, we've we heard stories before, and I think my partner on The Weekend Report, Chris Arps, asked you about this last week when we had you on that show, that people are getting pulled over and, you know, either holding up a sign or yelling out the window before the officer is able to approach saying, I have coronavirus, you don't want to get near me, in an attempt to get out of... A is ticket. that is that happening? Is in that, yeah, is, is that really happening? is that really is happening? No, I mean, yeah. I have to be honest with you. I mean, if I was uh, working the street and I pulled a car over and somebody had a sign, I I might probably give them a warning too and just wave them on. So, uh, <laughs> hey, listen, there's probably some legitimacy to that. So okay. you've never have you had a case of that in Jeff County though? Not to not to my knowledge. Okay. I mean, other than the fact that we joke about it, but I will tell you, we have had uh, arrests or encounters, personal encounters with. Uh, persons that have claimed to have the coronavirus, uh, whether it's legit or not, but we have to take those things seriously. Yeah, that wow. they that they don't want the interaction with the police at that time, so they they say, "Hey, I have coronavirus. You don't want to be coming to my house or come, you know, knocking on my door or whatever." But you did mention sheriff, and I've seen this personally. Like I have some 
personal experience with this that I'm not going to give any details on, though, uh, about, like you said, domestic or divorce situations or child custody situations where it's already a tense situation. And, you know, there's you know, these these situations that, you know, like the, you know, one parent picking up the kid from the other parent just seems to always be a problem, no matter, even if it's the best of times. And right now people using coronavirus is saying like, I'm not going to give my kids to my ex this weekend because uh, I don't know what's been going on in that house and I don't want them over there. So they're trying to use coronavirus to change the rules of their uh, custody agreements, basically. Matter of, you know, it's a, it's an important role that um, the judicial circuits play. And I know that as of yesterday, the 23rd Judicial Circuit in Jefferson County sent out a notice uh, to all participants that um, have business with them that they are not going to get involved in some of these um, child custody disputes. And if they do, as a result of bad information from the coronavirus, that there's going to be consequences. And it's a problem that we're dealing with on the road uh, where one party doesn't want to return the child to the parents um, and claim either they suspect the other party, the other parent has a um, potential for coronavirus or, you know, they've ex uh, explained symptoms. And so it continues to be an issue for us, uh, along with a number of uh, calls for service that kind of vary a little bit. Yeah, just to remember, it is against the law to file a false report or make a false accusation. Um, you know, Sheriff, what I'd like to talk to you about, since this is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, of course, you've seen the headlines, gun sales through the roof, a lot of first-time gun buyers. Um, how are you uh, talking to your deputies? Uh, and, and I mean, because I believe people are buying up the firearms and ammo to protect themselves against burglary, robbery, things like that. What would you say to a new gun buyer or even a, a seasoned gun buyer uh, when it comes to protecting your home and property? <laughs> There's a lot to say about this. I mean, uh, number one, uh, safety first. Uh, our officers responded in the last uh, couple of days to a new firearm uh, owner who accidentally shot himself because uh, mm. the gun was still loaded. So, mm -hmm. uh, number one, let's practice basic firearm safety, if nothing else. Uh, number two, uh, we value our uh, CCW holders that um, both carry their weapons but are trained. And so uh, get appropriate training if you're going to – uh, purchase a firearm and then carry a firearm or have one in your home for self-defense. Let's follow some basic procedures and keep yourself and your family safe. Uh, but I support the fact that we're seeing an increase in gun sales. And, and I applaud the fact that people are supporting private businesses because, you know, these gun stores are owned privately and independently. And so I think it's good for independent owners to, you know, have kind of a jump start now. Yeah, I mentioned on the show this week that I agree with you. I think it's great that people are exercising their Second Amendment right to defend themselves and maybe people who haven't had a gun in, in their life or haven't owned a gun or maybe haven't used or, or owned one in a very long time are going out and making sure that they have that to protect themselves. But that does create the a safety issue, I think, more for that individual than it does the public, that if you don't know how to use that firearm, you could get yourself hurt. So uh, I, I couldn't agree more with saying 
Make sure you get the proper training if you're buying a We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Firearm right now, and it's something that you don't have a lot of experience with. I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is, you know, since we're talking about the outdoors and Second Amendment radio, let's, let's be realistic here for a second. The fact is, your listeners who are listening to this show and outdoorsmen like me um, are going to fare. If there is total anarchy, and let's just be honest here, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But if there was total anarchy anyway, it's not going to be the first-time gun buyer that uh, is going to really protect the world. It's going to be your outdoorsmen uh, you know, first. And so uh, while I said I, I, I'm glad to see more people are engaged um, in protecting their, their family and you know, what the firearm for comfort and all those things. But again, I try to look at things from a realistic approach. So real question. We know that thing that people are out there hoarding things like toilet paper and disinfectant wipes. Have you guys had to respond to any calls about fights over toilet paper at the Walmart? Walmart? (laughs) I'm, I'm so serious. Like I could definitely see two people grabbing onto the last pack of toilet paper and wrestling around on the, on the floor. Have you guys had to deal with any of that? (laughs) No, no, we haven't had to deal with it, but you're right. That's a crisis. And when it comes time, you don't have paper. That's going to be a crisis. (laughs) I'm telling you what, I don't know who's going to be busier here in a couple weeks. Uh, The plumbers that are going to (laughs) be having to deal with, People using everything but toilet paper to... F- Tony, there's got to be no clogs because everybody's using only one square. At least at my house, you get one square yeah, per you, visit. But when you run out and you're using <laughs> have, one toy, when you're using one paper towel or one baby wipe... The exact reason I didn't get my leaves off the ground in the fall, they're still down on the ground and I have access to them. Just saying. <laughs> Country you boy can't survive. I think, listen, these are... These are strange times, we all agree. Yeah, and, uh, you got that right. You know, I think it's important for us to keep things in perspective. The supply chains are working. I think the shelves will get stocked up again, as I've seen over the last couple of days. You know, more supplies are coming in. Hopefully the panic subsides a little bit, even though I think uh, this is going to get a little bit worse. But, you know, at the same time, keep things in perspective. And in strange times, I think what we have to watch out for is those politicians uh, making some of these enacting some of this crazy legislation uh, to further their own agendas. And that may be inconsistent with our forefathers' uh, provisions of the Second Amendment. And I think we need to keep that in perspective and keep a careful eye of watching government these days. All right. Sheriff Marshak, i got a question for you as far as recruiting goes. A lot of people are uh, out of work, lost their job, on furlough, whatever. If they've ever had an inkling to become a law enforcement officer, Mm -hmm. a police officer, a sheriff, uh, what would you say to those people that are thinking, okay, my job just got, you know, collapsed over here in this mechanic parts department, whatever, and I'm thinking law enforcement, what's the next step they should take? Well, listen, I'll tell you, because of the uncertainty of the future, many law enforcement agencies um, are not actively pursuing it. I think we're a lot of agencies, including our own, is almost on hold waiting to see what's going to happen with with this economy. We need to look at the long term uh, as a result. Just because we're a government agency doesn't mean we're 
immune to some of what's going on in the economy. The fact is, uh, you know, we in large part are funded by a half cent sales tax. So our organization in long term is going to be impacted by some of the things that are going on right now. So I can tell you from a financial perspective, we're looking at the long term as well. Um, you know, we're always historically been looking for police officers. Um, every uh, organization in the entire region uh, and around the country has had a problem with staffing. Um, we'll wait and see what happens with uh, these economic changes right mm-hmm. now and how that uh, impacts us in terms of hiring and retention. Okay, that's that's your perspective. But if I'm a person that's out of a job, maybe think considering law enforcement as far as the educational part of it. Can you lead them down that path? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, these days, I will tell you that from a law enforcement perspective and the challenges that we face, uh, we want educated police officers. And so, uh, so do we. Have, <laughs> uh, at a minimum, associate's degree, preferentially a, a bachelor's degree. Um, but we accept police officers, even with college education or high school education, uh, to go to the police academy. And uh, we'll take a look from there. Sheriff, do you have any concerns about the length of this starting to sort of make people a little crazy and that and that could cause some problems? I've been saying from the very beginning that by and large, people are oh, they understand this and they understand that, you know, we've all got to make some sacrifices and we've got to hunker down and we've got to obey all these rules and they're OK with it for now. But I think that three or four weeks go by and people are going to start really wanting to get back to work and get back to life as it is. And if we and if that doesn't happen, I think that sentiment sentiment is going to start to turn and say, OK, we did everything you said for as long as you said to do it. And you're you know, you, you're not. You're, you're not uh, lifting these rules. Do you have any concerns about, you know, if this goes on for a long period of time, people getting, you know, a little frisky out there? Sure, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think that um, we are um, in unprecedented times. I think we're willing to uh, take advice from the professionals and heed the warnings and practice social distancing. Um, but I think as, as Americans, we want that freedom mm-hmm. and we want an opportunity, uh, you know, to, to take a chance on our own lives and live it our own way. I, I think we have a responsibility now to practice some of these. Um, and at the same time, you know, our country was founded on some principles of freedom. And I, I think you'll see that. I, I, you can't keep everybody, you know, confined forever. And I think that uh, will transition at some point. Hopefully, uh, everything goes smooth. I feel comfortable that uh, that leadership's going to make the right decisions as we move forward, uh, and I think everything's going to be okay in the end. One last question, Sheriff. How are you guys doing staffing-wise? Or, or has the coronavirus hit you and your staff at all, or are, are the are 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 your deputies and everybody healthy and and happy as as much as possible right now? You know, right now, uh, yeah, I mean, the officers are doing well and they're in positive spirits. I think we have to keep things in perspective. Um, Our first responders are out there every day, whether they're from fire, EMS, uh, or law enforcement protecting their community. Um, Right now, we really hope that uh, those who are really in the front lines is our healthcare professionals. uh, We can't forget them as they're out there doing the business every day. Um, But our guys are in good spirits and they're going to be there to protect their community. 
uh, and I feel comfortable saying that everything's going to work out. So Sheriff of Jefferson County, Dave Marshak. Sheriff, it's always great to talk with you. Great information. If people are listening and they live in Jefferson County, are there any social media outlets or websites or anything that they can go to to keep up with what you guys are doing there as far as, you know, staying informed and all that stuff? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Sheriff Marshak, and uh, also the Sheriff's Office is easily accessible from Facebook and Twitter as well. Uh, and we're always happy to communicate with the people out there. I hope everyone stays safe. Great stuff, Sheriff. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Have a good day. You All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, and that is going to wrap up this edition of the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the show every Saturday at 3 p.m. on 97.1 FM Talk and every Sunday at 6 p.m. on KMOX. And uh, thanks for supporting the show and downloading the podcast. And uh, we'll see you again real soon. For Bo Matthews and Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.